Zelda in Fulte Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, back in the host seat again. Uh, and this week, we're going to get into some topics, we're going to get into some news, we're going to get into some fan topics, some things that you guys have been asking us. Uh, before we do all that, I want to give you a news rundown from this past week. Jeff Keighley chooses which games are worth their weight this year, Project M's dev team bids a sudden farewell, and Mario Tennis doesn't do the tennis thing. Once again, my name is Adam, and this week I'm happily joined by... Hi, my name is Chris, my favorite vacationing spot is hell, and my favorite <laughs> video game is Bad Rats. <laughs> Listen, Chris likes Bad Rats, but I wouldn't say it's his favorite video game. It's right. actually, it's actually, Colin. Uh, Chris is not here at the moment. Please leave a message after this burglord. Hi. That was the weirdest beep. <laughs> How you doing? Leave your leave your messages to Chris in the comments below. I just want I just want to make a quick shout in out. Awkward in awkward voicemail form, please. I just want to like... make a quick shout out, Marty. Marty, Marty, baby, I love you. Stop. Oh, he's asking, a sweetheart. Stop asking me questions about Senren Kakura. <laughs> Marty's Marty's great. He's one of the people that uh, comes to my uh, live streams. Uh, by the way, if you're interested, I do Twitch and Picarda streams, and th both of those will be back down below. By the way, I forgot to mention this: that this week's opening theme song was brought to us by Brandon Company, as always. This week's cover is brought to us by Caleb, former member of the podcast, wonderful friend of the podcast. Um, and this week's closing theme, as always, is Hero of Time Remixed by Jeesh. Interesting uh, bit of Senran Kagura news. Um, <laughs> they actually released DLC in Japan like mm -hmm. a day or two ago that, using the wonders of touchscreen technology, you can now kiss your favorite anime girls. <gasps> but are you in the game, Colin? <laughs> yes, I am. I am the greatest anime girl. Anyone who's Sweet. seen the anime I'm in should Then know I can this. kiss my waifu. You were in an anime. But anyway, I am let's in get, an let's anime. Get, let's, <laughs> let's get into who else is in this week. I'm sorry for the long <laughs> intro. I'm Jeff, and I'm uncomfortable now. Hi, Jeff. Good. Your <laughs> new nickname is Uncomfortable Jeff. <laughs> oh, wait. Jeff's here? I better get the book. Uh... Uh, and last but not least. Hey, I'm Luke, uh, returning once again. Uh, this is my second week in a row again. Um, it seems Ooh. to be a recurring thing where I go two weeks and then one week off and then another two weeks or something like that. Adam, are you planning it like that or is it just no? It's Don't just sort of, ask it's questions. Just sort of landing like that. Also, have fun at your dentist appointment that I totally didn't plan for you tomorrow. <laughs> God damn it! I don't like the dentists. Um, I know, but yes, uh, I did actually <laughs> I want to mention like the that um, pod the podcast got four hundred thousand uh, views uh, recently, and I wanted to congratulate Adam on that no, thank you so um, much <laughs> and also say uh if you guys could post down in the comments uh your sincere thank yous to adam because oh uh without thank him, you adam um, well the podcast wouldn't be a thing like well he okay. put so much work into someone, it someone someone did something that was really sweet and i'm not endorsing this so don't take it as like me saying go fund this or anything um but it was really sweet and i do appreciate the gesture uh a fan set up uh an like a, a generosity or something it's like a indiegogo thing uh, to try and buy me a Wii U, it, I'm I'm doubting it'll make its goal. Uh, but it's really sweet that he did, and um, I mean, if he does, I'll play Wind Waker HD. <laughs> that'll be my that'll be my gift back to you guys. I will play it and I will try to live stream it if I have the equipment. I'll I'll probably get the recording equipment for Adam. I'll, I'll send you Adam, my, are you going uh... back home? Are you going yes. back home for winter? Yes, you could do it together. It'd be like our Skyward Sword playthrough, except except live, except and better. We'll be there. Yeah, That'd I'll send so you cool. my uh, my hot pockets HD PVR. All right, but yeah, to... if if I will I will post it down below if you are interested. I'm not saying you should do it or shouldn't. Um, it's really sweet either way. Um, and seriously, your thanks, just your thanks in the comments below is enough. Um, or follow us on Twitter. That also helps. Or watch my art streams and yell at me about my opinions <laughs> on the podcast. Um, but yeah, let's get into this week's episode. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, not so many fan topics, not as many as I'm used to talking about, but we've got a really good one, one that I like a lot, um, and it has to do with one thing that made me very sad this week, uh, Project M, the for the Smash Brothers mod that's been very popular for about six years now, is finally coming to an end. 
it's, ripping uh, pepperonis. It's it's really sad to see this happen. It was they released a they do this thing called Art Tuesdays, where every couple of Tuesdays they'll uh, put some new screenshots and new art mo- uh, assets they're going to be putting into the game. And they recently put some for some Zero Suit Samus skins, and then they just decided to cancel the project. Uh, so we're never going to see those in the game. And it's very weird because it didn't seem like this was sort of a something that was planned. There was no final build uploaded. The website was basically shut down. Uh, if you go to projectmgame.com, I think that's the link. I'll post, post it down below if you're interested. You can reach the full uh, letter to the fans down there. Um, that's all that shows. If you try to go to the download page, if you try to go to any of the about pages or anything like that, that's all that shows up. Um, so you'll have to go to the Smash boards or Project M on Reddit um, board, subreddit, to uh, be actually be able to find a download of the game um, because they're no longer putting it up. Uh, some people are was... saying... Hmm? Uh, do you reckon it is because of a cease and desist or of, of Nintendo? No, or... it's not because of a cease and desist. They've already said, they've already clarified that it's not because of a cease and desist. Uh, they they have also said that, you know, they don't want anybody spreading rumors. They don't want anybody, you know, talking. Like, they just want people to appreciate that the game is still there. You can still get it. You can still play it. Uh, and some people are looking at this as a positive thing because the meta is sort of now set in stone but i want to hear what you guys think i'll give some more information as like from what i found in my research and what people are kind of thinking is going on uh but i want to ask like do you think that this ending even abrupt is a good thing or is this sort of like a a bad thing i think it's a good thing overall um i really like i read through the letter earlier and i i like the idea of them moving on to other things not that mm-hmm. uh project m isn't worth working on further but these of are a course. lot of really talented people who've been working on a really good project for a really long time so i think mm-hmm. you know those of you who really enjoy project m learn the names of some of the people who worked on the project we had uh one of the guys who's on there Warchamp uh, Warchamp. is uh uh he is the guy who runs the site he runs smashboards and he also runs uh squidboards Squid if you're a fan of splatoon uh, I definitely recommend checking out. He's a wonderful guy. Um, uh, cool guy to talk to. Uh, definitely a fan of the Smash scene, all things Smash Brothers. Uh, competitive gaming in general. Um, and I, I can't thank him enough. And I can't thank him and the team enough for the stuff that they've done for competitive gaming, for esports, and what they're going to be doing in the future. So yeah, definitely, if you can, just like throw him a, a thank you somewhere online, Twitter. I'm sure they'll they'll see it and they'll be happy to see it. Yeah, these but are, like I said, Learn their names and see what their new projects are. If there's something out there that you really like, support them as they keep coming. Mm-hmm. Support Squidwards. This support is clearly the um, the episode of thank yous. Uh, <laughs> have we got any more thank yous? Um, well, we didn't I have guess a thanks- it, it is after Thanksgiving. So. We can thank myself. Um, <laughs> thank you, but, uh What are we thanking you for? Uh, my opinions on Project <laughs> M that I'm about to lay down right now. Oh, man. Uh, Oh, here I, go. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I was I was pretty against the idea of Project M, mainly because I I don't know. I I have a weird thing where um I guess I've just been playing too many online competitive games where I feel like it's weird when a new installment comes out and people complain. It's like oh, it's not like the old one enough. I I always feel like that's weird because isn't that the whole idea of making a new one is that it's not the exact same as the old. Well, one? no, the idea is that it should be an improvement. Well, yeah, and, but that the idea was of Project M was to literally make it more like Melee. I mean, it's but it's an improvement M of Melee for a reason. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's not it's not called Super Smash Bros. Melee Two well, for yeah, a reason too. Because it's a mod. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, that wouldn't be legal. But uh, I remember when like Counter Strike Go was in beta phase, and everybody's like, "This is different from One Point Six. You should make it more like One Point Six. And it's like, no, because you can play One Point Six still readily available you don't have to make the newer ones let the newer ones be on their own um yeah granted that being said i have played a bit of project m here and there and the the work they did do on it i can say is very impressive and it's a very enjoyable addition to the uh smash brothers mythos if you will um and the sort of abrupt ending of it is definitely a bit weird and uh, even though they're not saying it's a cease and desist, a lot of people are because uh, mm-hmm. it's Nintendo. I saw, I saw that uh, one one guy who I th- I'm not sure if he's on the development team, but he said that he 
finished a $200 bottle of scotch <laughs> after the team was disbanded. They're disbanded, by the way. It's not that they just ended the project. They're, like, done. They they went their separate ways. Oh, um, wow. They're no longer a team anymore, and that's that's even sadder in a way because uh, it's like yeah because at the, at the bottom of the letter it says like if you if you want to know anything contact video game attorney which i didn't even know was a thing there's yeah they have a <laughs> they have an attorney that represents quick them quick as little a side team. tidbit uh did you know there's an actual thing known as an internet meme talent agent i know that we've really? talked about this it's before the, the worst, worst person. I, the worst <laughs> anyway but going back i always <laughs> thought that was weird so i mean it's it could either be a a season desist which they're saying it's not and and I doubt I mean, they would lie about that. Yeah, most people, not though, a... most people are going to think so, because Nintendo. Um, well, But it also could have just been personal drama, and well, no, there's the no thing reason is that, to kind of dig into the that. The thing that a lot of people are saying, or that, um, the, 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 probably the strongest theory I've seen, at least in terms of backing, is because they said they're moving on to big and be- bigger and better things, uh, and the formation of uh, Wave Dash, which is a studio that uh, some of them have formed, um, or involved in, uh, that they're trying to make their own competitive fighting game of some kind using the skills that they've learned before and their their clear technical prowess, coding and art and programming and all that all that jazz. Um, and if they had Project M up, some people are saying that they could legal that Nintendo legally could have a foothold in any work that they made afterwards because it could have could be seen as because it's also a competitive fighting game as sort of a a derivative work of that of that uh that game well hopefully so, they make a uh pc smash brothers clone that's better than all of the ones we have now oh rivals of aether and uh smash Halla or something and brawlhalla brawlhalla fun the fact fuck? that game was like paid for early access and then I'm, i got a free so... i got a free code in loot crate and now it's free so i'm i I've never had to pay for it but i i don't like that game <laughs> It's, it's. I don't like Rivals of Aether. It's very unfinished. It's very Rivals very of Aether. Finished. Everyone is too chibi. Uh, Brawlhalla just looks very yeah, not finished. Um, yeah, it's not Smash. And I know that's the thing that some people were saying is no matter what game these guys make afterwards, even if it's another competitive Smash Brothers game or plays exactly like Smash Brothers, uh, it won't be the same because of all these uh, like like the Knee of Justice or the Wizard Stomp or whatever, and um that's that's basically just the fear of starting fresh um which doesn't have to happen you don't have to start fresh because project m is still there and now the, i mean the community it's... has a chance to instead of adapting nerfing or buffing the characters in the game now they have a chance to build a meta around the characters zelda is still horribly overpowered but now you have to learn to adapt to that and you have to learn to choose characters that can overcome that Fun fact, yep. this is not the first time this has happened before with the video game community. Um, some of you who may be familiar with the greatest game of all time, Doom, uh, might be familiar with one of the most um, popular source ports for the game, Skulltag, which is known for basically being like, if you wanted to play Doom online, like that was the you know program to own. And the lead of Skulltag, uh, Brad Carney, he left, uh, and basically all the other devs had to like scramble, and now they have their own new one, Xanarnum. But what came of that, Brad Carney ended up making this really great game on Steam called Rack, which is fantastic, and I recommend it for anyone who's a big fan of older Doom-styled shooters. It's it's great, and it's, you know, it's can be... Mm-hmm. It's right in that style. They even got the uh, the musician who did the music for Doom to do the music for Rack. Hmm. Oh wow, that's cool. It's great. I think it's like six bucks, maybe. There have been success stories about uh, with this sort of thing though as well. Um, namely, Black Mesa, uh, the Black Mesa project with Half Life. Oh, Alarm, Black Mesa is fantastic. Just, where they completely just rebuilt uh, Half Life One in the Half Life Two engine. Um, yeah. And that and that's now an officially uh, endorsed Valve product. Well, because Valve is they they handle this sort of thing a little differently. Yeah, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Though, like that, it's just one of those things where there are really good success stories from it, but there are also right. really bad ones, <laughs> like uh, Project M being banned from certain streams to avoid Nintendo's backlash, and you know the whole legal fear of people making tournaments with Project M in there, or 
you yeah. know, that sort of thing. There is the the horror stories or the the, the stories of uh, Earthbound, uh, people trying to make sequels or uh, games that are like uh, like spiritual successors and getting cease and desist letters from Nintendo. Uh, I remember it's um, uh, Interplay. A bunch of guys that used to work at Interplay before it shut down. They they created like a quote unquote new Interplay, and mm-hmm. um, we're trying to make like a Fallout MMO, and then Bethesda like shot them down. Basically, that's really sad. Um, yeah. And it actually just happened again recently with uh, Gearbox and 3D Realms. Uh, 3D Realms, the original creators of Duke Nukem tried making another uh, Duke Nukem game and uh, Gearbox threw down the gauntlet and said, like, no, we own Duke you, Nukem now. Are you kidding? Like, Yeah, that happened. Duke Nukem Forever thing was terrible. Like, do they really want to keep onto that property? Yeah, because like, they own really? it. Well, I I mean... I... They, own, they own it, so they own royalties, and it still kind of gets royalties because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and Gearbox is, like, hell-bent on uh, saying that they can make a good Duke Nukem game, which... They did such a bang-up job with aliens, you know? <laughs> oh, we have, like, that Brothers in Arms four-player game came along real well, but, uh, I, it sucks. It's not even a good joke, Colin. That's just... It didn't that's happen! Good. That's the joke! Yeah. The joke yeah. is that we didn't get it, and I'm sad, that's... because I really wanted to play Furious 4. I know. It's okay, Colin. I'm here for you. Not uh... not to be confused with Fast Five, the <laughs> Fast and the Furious sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Furious well, Seven, se- the yeah, seventh Fast seven. and the Furious. Yeah, I love, I love that they're starting to do silly naming conventions like that. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah, they're pretty bad with the naming. Starting, I say, someone's going to be like, "Oh, they've always been doing silly naming conventions." Then someone else can be like, "Oh, they called one Tokyo Drift. That wasn't silly, and it's like <laughs> it kind of was." But anyway, uh, feels, but they called the the second one too fast, too furious. Yeah. Which would technically be four. It's it's like um. Remember like, when they made a fourth Final Destination movie and they just called it the Final Destination? Yeah. Project M. It's a real shame. Stupid. It's yeah. It's but stupid, it but it exactly. still can. It's, it's it's still it now has the chance to build off of the end result that is Project M version three point six. So are we talking about the, are, are we talking about the final build that came out too or? There's no final build. There's, yeah, yes, there is. No. Yes. The 3.6? No, I'm talking about the one that had, like, Lynn and Knuckles and not really Isaac, but kind of Isaac. You mean the one that doesn't exist? No, like someone put it up on 4chan and you can download it. Sounds real legitimate. No, yeah. it is. Hey, you should you should also download this thing called LostBoy.exe. It's totally the problem is Jeff it doesn't install a rat in your uh... Jeff. The problem is is that even if that was what they were working on, and most of us are sure that they were working on something like that, um, it's not going to be officially accepted because it's not officially a Project M. No, build. it won't be accepted, but you can download it. Sure, but I'm uh, I'll put it down below if you remember to link it to me. But uh, sure, as it stands right now. The official end for Project M is at 3.6. I think the question remains: Do you guys think we'll see a Project M2 for uh, Smash U? Oh yeah, um, fact, one of our that's fans actually aren't... one of our fan topics. Yeah, our fan topic <laughs> is for this week, which has to do with uh, Project M. Uh, is Brett on Twitter asks at Britannic Brett Tratica Tracana. <laughs> Brett on Twitter asks. Do you think there will ever be a Project M-type mod for Smash 4? By the way, guys, if you feel like, uh, instead of emailing us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com with your fan topics, you can feel free to uh, tweet at me uh, on the Twitter, and uh, I'll read your topics on the podcast if you put it in question form. Uh, I am always yeah, on Twitter Brett, as well, that's actually so. a very good question. I don't think so, just because Smash 4 seems to have a competitive scene building around it it's small but it's building around it uh, a lot more positively than uh brawl brawls was uh the reaction to smash 4 has been a lot more positive than that of brawls um and honestly smash 4 is a fun game it's a really fun game it has a lot of potential it has different mechanics it has different tech but it's still a uh, a game that is fine and i think that 
I don't think anyone needs to make a mod for it. Will there be new skins and new like music and stuff that people put in? Sure, because people always do that. But I don't think it's going to be a Project M thing because that's a huge project. I I I mentioned this earlier. I mentioned um, uh, how I feel about like oh, when there's a new one, it should have its own identity. And I brought up Counter Strike, and it's funny how many parallels you can actually bring. With, like you can like see between Smash Brothers and Counter Strike, where you have the one, the old one that everyone loves, which would be one point six or melee. The slightly updated new one that uh, got pretty much most things wrong was buggy as hell. Should be. I mean, I've been making comparisons this past week about Call of Duty and Dark Souls being similar franchises at some point. What? Okay, so like, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare One is like Dark Souls in that it did well, but it didn't blow up. And then Modern Warfare Two is, uh, I'm sorry, Demon Souls is, uh, Modern Warfare One, and then. Dark Souls is Modern Warfare 2, because Modern Warfare 2 blew up, and Dark Souls blew up. You need to stop. Whatever you're doing right now, you need to stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. No, well, stop. Yeah, okay. you can't You can't argue with me, it, Colin, because it, it's what right. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> I was making a reference to something I've been doing this week, because I was Smash talking to a friend. And then Smash 4 is like CSGO, <laughs> the new one, and everyone wants it to be like Melee, but it ends up being its own like property that ends up being like better in like, the end. And it's you're really calling good... my thing stupid. It is because it's true. <laughs> you've even agreed with me in previous conversations. You've agreed yeah, with me. They're both that they're both Smash stupid Brothers because they're both like true. The Counter Strike of Nintendo consoles. <laughs> it really is. Which is why we have you know like nostalgic melee friends, and we have one point sixers. Like it's literally the same thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I I think I think Smash for Wii U and 3DS holds up well enough that I. It really, like, it's really good. I think most people like it. Uh, I don't think it's gonna my be favorite an... of yeah. the... Of I don't think the there's going to be a big push to mod it. Yeah. Especially because they're updating it and adding new characters all the time and stuff. It, also, it's... you'd have to hack that, you know, that pesky, like, Wii U. And, and the that. 3DS. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that would that be would very complicated. They still haven't done an emulator for Wii U or 3DS. They've worked they're on a... working on that Wii U one. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think they, they have it's... NES Remix working now? I think they have the Wii U controller emulated. Yeah. For PC, just not the uh, the software itself, which is a huge step. I'd say it's um, going to get taken down anyway, knowing Nintendo. I mean, but, they I can mean... try. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah. Anyway, would you like to move on to the next topic before we get way too off track again? There <laughs> uh, we go. Might as well. Sure. I thought our track was Project M. <laughs> That's the entire podcast, just two hours of Project M. I remember that one time where Game & Watch did the thing, it was really great. I don't know what you were talking about, Luke. I'm oh, I got a Game & Watch Amiibo, it's a lot better than I thought it was. Same, it's it's the best. I think it's really neat. It was a good idea. Um, I wish I got one. It's but interesting, sure there's a lot of things happening after this week's podcast. Like there is. Right after. <laughs> oh, the game let's, awards. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about one more thing than the one I'm gonna get out of the way. Um, just because this one's kind of a short one. Uh, first off, Indivisible reached its fundraising goal, which is something that a lot of people didn't think would happen. I know nothing about this. Educate. You don't know what Indivisible is? I know vaguely what it is because I've been seeing Gamnesia RPG uh, by the guys who did Skullgirls and it got funded. I knew yeah, that much. Very close what else to do I need? Funded, but yeah, it, uh, it, it passed its fundraising goal of $1.5 million, which is the largest oh, uh, Indiegogo campaign to ever make it. I think Four it days, made like 300k in like a few hours, which is really impressive. It, well, the thing is, is that they really, they pushed for the past week. Uh, yeah. Let me explain what happened. So this is a huge project on Indiegogo. This is a huge project for any game. Um, and honestly, if they didn't get this fundraise, uh, the studio that made Skullgirls would most likely have to shut down. Just because Never of really. like how big of a failure it would be for not this campaign to fail. Um, so they, they've been working on this game. And what they've been doing for the past week is they've been revealing crossover characters like mad just like four or five characters from other games and universes are now in Indivisible uh, as official characters or have been revealed now. Um, and that's been their, their push. But uh, it, it really almost failed. It, like it was four days before they reached, uh, four days left before they actually reached their fundraising goal. Um, so that's interesting because yeah, they'll probably have awesome. another push now that it's been fully funded. 
typically if their yeah, parties get funded, point, people maybe a people maybe a small confident. one, but it won't be the same thing as uh, Bloodstained, which is like that huge. Oh yeah, it won't enough, be that crazy. That one... But there's always like a towards the end, especially since it's gotten there. Now it's going to get the attention for that. Plus, they commented and said they're considering putting it on the NX if the NX has the capabilities and Nintendo is interested. I mean, they can say whatever they want, but they don't know what the NX is. Oh, yeah. But. Um, so the... they could say we're going to put it on Mars. And I mean, how would they do that? We don't know. Right. But it does help to have that on there in terms of people who are Nintendo people. And it's it's want, good to say that they're interested, the but game. it's not good to lie. They're not lying. They're saying I mean, they're I'm just saying like. Like, yeah, like they can say whatever they want, but they're not going to say like, it'll definitely be on there. They can say that they're interested. I mean, and I'm sure they are. I'm sure every developer is technically interested in seeing if their their game can be put on the NX because the new platform, but they they have no idea what it is yet. Um, It looks a lot like uh, Dust in a way, uh, if you guys know what that is. Dust Dust and Alyssi and Tail. It's actually a pretty damn good game. It's a 2D side scroller sort of beat em up game. It was he fun, um, but yeah, it sort okay. of looks a lot yeah, like that. Yeah. Even the art style does look a lot. I like I mean, it. the art style um, is uh... it is quite pretty. I must admit, it's it's yeah. all like really cartoonish almost. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking at the trailer right now, hence why I'm saying it. Um, but well, it's got it one point six one point six million dollars funded at the moment, which is absolutely insane. Like, right? It's it's weird because I was having a conversation with someone about this, and one thing that they noticed from the demo that you could play was that for an RPG, there was a significant lack of dialogue and cutscenes. And it seems like, while that's nice... What, for Indivisible? Yeah. Well, how far is it in development? They had a full demo up, but they didn't have it. Like, how far is that from the final product, though? Like, have they said anything about that? Uh, I... It's it's not a full game or even part of a full game, but a demo usually shows off all the basic features of a game. They probably just wanted to show off how combat and moving around. And well, that. usually one of the things you would show off is how combat looks, how out of combat looks, and how dialogue works. Those are the three okay, things I'm that make it. Just curious because usually when these kickstarters or whatever come up, it's usually at least a year. Um, so I was just curious about how far yeah. along they are. I'm just saying for a demo for an RPG, it didn't have a lot of RPG things. <laughs> well, that's had, what, that's what the, I'm saying. Had... That, like, maybe that's what they are going to focus on. I mean, text. It's text. It's literally like a slideshow. It's probably yeah. the easiest thing to program. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not speaking facetiously here. That's, that's just basic knowledge of how coding no, works. But just Speaking of put... RPGs that are coming along, uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 15, the game that took yes. how many years? Like eight road minutes? Trip. Eight years? Yeah, Road Trip Simulator 2016. <laughs> uh, a game that took maybe, road what, trip. eight years to develop? Uh, started development like 2008. It's almost done. Yeah, no, the, apparently the whole thing is playable from beginning to end. And, and the first half. The first half. Hang on. Yeah. The whole thing is they... I read this, Adam. The whole thing is <laughs> How playable from beginning to end, and the first half of the game is completely polished. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, Which means we'll I see another wait. four years. I can't wait. I bought Type-0 HD for $10 just to try out the demo of I think that's what 15, everyone did. And uh, I love it. I, <laughs> I love it. I'm not too big on Final Fantasy, but I, that demo was fantastic. Yeah, people are saying really good things about 15. Uh, do you think, speaking of uh, 15, speaking of more games that are coming out, uh, let's let's talk about a event that's happening tomorrow after this episode is recorded. And Wait, something that I you have guys... a quick, quick, quick interjection about yeah, Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, with the hype around Final Fantasy 15 and everybody, you know, the demo's great, game's been in development forever, looks fantastic. Do you think Kind of like what the uh, what those over at Square have been saying for years, like they wouldn't remake Final Fantasy VII until they beat Final Fantasy VII. Do you think that fifteen has the potential to do that? I don't know. To beat Maybe. out seven in terms of like Maybe. We're talking it's... about sales here, Jeff. I'm not, Does anybody I'm, I'm really not talking know? about sales. I'm not talking about sales. I'm talking about just like legacy. Quality? Legacy. Or legacy. Legacy is something that they wouldn't wouldn't know for years. 
So I you're talking know. about something. Yeah. So but like maybe can it's it a have hard, that much it, of an impact? It's well, it's I a mean, hard maybe. I don't think anyone knew how impactful yo-yos would be. <laughs> I it's 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 a strong maybe, Jeff. I, I am asking you guys for opinions. No, give me opinions. Uh, no, because people like, are that are, are more rabid than just fan- throwing think, out things I like yo I think yo-yos. that I think that people are rabid fanboys. I don't think they'll ever accept another Final Fantasy as good, quote unquote, good as Seven was. I'm sorry, it's not that good of a game. Um, and uh, what, despite how good Fifteen might be, I think people will definitely appreciate it, and I think it will sell. If it sells well, it'll sell like a monster hit, but I doubt it'll override Seven's legacy. But I'm sure that some people will say uh, that it definitely deserves to be up there with the top games in the franchise. So, what would you say it needs to beat Seven? No, I don't. I think that's an absurd goal. I think that's that does the game and the developers injustice. I think that's them beating themselves too hard because they're trying to beat something. They're trying to beat something that was overhyped in a time that's totally different than ours where a game spread by word of mouth more so than anything else and nowadays it's so easy to get information about any game at any given moment like final fantasy has the seven has its legacy because of a lot of things more than the game itself like the fact that it was um the first time to really show a developer going like you know what nintendo's great but we're going with someone else now we're going with playstation and like Mm -hmm. you should there's like ads for final fantasy 7 where it's like people who are sticking with uh cartridge based consoles should be put in front of a firing squad and like crazy crap like that um (laughs) as as for saying if whether or not it will be or it can be or how it could uh who knows and who cares i just i just hope it's a good game I like the demo, and if the demo if the demo shows anything and the game is just that but longer, I am fine with that. That's what you the want from a demo. Um, the thing Final is, Fantasy VII has almost been practically announced at E3 anyway. So if they were saying that it we was announced, it wasn't it. almost. It was announced at E3 yeah. anyway. Well, they, 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 they announced, announced the it. release date or anything. I'm just saying, it's you, you know what I mean. But, 2016, um, wasn't it? First on PlayStation. Oh, really? Oh, that's 20- cool. uh, um, but what I'm what I'm trying to say is, it it really shows that Square Enix are really um, confident about Final Fantasy 15, which is good because I love well, Final I Fantasy mean, series. I mean, Up Final Fantasy 15. The reaction to it shows that they should be confident about it. It's doing well, even from like the de- the the small demo that was released with uh, Type Zero. Type Zero sold tremendous. I'm sorry, tremendously. Because of that demo, in the same way, what was yeah. it? There was a game that was released with the uh, Metal Gear Solid um, Two demo, I think. Uh, uh, Wolfen- Wolfenstein had uh, oh Zone the of the Enders came with the Metal Zone of the Enders. Well. Yeah, Zone yeah. of the Enders came Zone with the a Enders demo. Came with Metal Gear Solid demo. I know, and like people that sold copies because it came with the Halo Three beta. Yeah, yeah. The, these this is a very good marketing strategy because they know that people are going to buy it just to play that demo. And people Speaking did. of demos, we got the Uncharted 4 beta for whoever owns the Uncharted port collection for PS4 starting, oh boy. <laughs> starting uh, Thursday. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be ongoing or still going on. <laughs> uh, but uh, I wanted to, if if you're all right, did you have anything more to say, Luke? Um, no, no, that was. I wanted I was to switch saying. a little bit of focus and kind of get into z- some Zelda stuff. I know crazy on the Zelda form. I know. Calm. Wait, don't don't turn off the the podcast yet. I promise it, it'll be it'll be okay. We'll talk about Zelda. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, I want to ask since the video game awards are this Thursday, and you guys have probably already seen it. If you haven't, go check it out. I'm sure it was good or terrible. Either way, it's going to be an amazing spectacle to watch. You're sure um, it was good or terrible? It was either one of those two things. You it's never all your it options. was it was it was pretty good last year. Like yeah, it, it, and then I the mean, year before that, it was terrible. So because uh, it was a complete different. I mean, what was great about last year is that it's not even the same event as in mm-hmm. previous years. Like what yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it's a totally different thing. It's it's pretty neat because the whole the whole idea behind it is that Jeff Keighley like literally paid out of his own pocket. This is not like Spike or a big company doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, this is Jeff, Jeff Keighley being awesome. Own. Um, with all these big industry devs like coming together to actually present this, I mean, 
they were giving out instructions on how to watch it on like the PS4, the, the Xbox, the mm -hmm. Wii U. This is legitimately, Steam. this is what you want from an award show. This is the community yeah. making an award show. And, I mean, aside from a few really, really dumb choices like Far Cry 4 winning Best Shooter and Dragon Age Inquisition getting Best Game of the Year, I... It's not a bad... Sh it was, it's, it's it a was huge... still pretty good. It was still very enjoyable and watchable, and it was... Um, and it, it gives promise to better shows in the future. If yeah. not, if if a rough start, if the first five years are rough, if this one isn't that good, I, I'd still understand they're figuring things out. But they, they started on a strong note, I'm saying, for like completely redoing an entire award show. They I mean they're they're they hit like, the round running. They're um they're like very important person award, like the lifetime achievement award they had. And they gave it to the uh the the two wonderful people who created uh Sierra Online and King's Quest and which is fantastic. That had to be maybe one of my uh favorite just video game industry moments because it's, it's, <laughs> it's because like that's what most I people want don't talk about. Sierra. I want to see like actual people who have made actual video games that have led on to these wonderful things that we now enjoy and take for granted. Like I want to see them. Yeah, get there. Someone you know, who may not even be talked about anymore, despite how much of an impact they had. The Sierra Games people had a huge impact on gaming. Uh, when Roberta and... Williams, like, handed the King Graham hat to the new devs who made the new King's Quest game, which is now free on PSN, the first episode. I still have yet to try it. Uh, it's great. I thought that was great. I thought it was wonderful. The beautiful moment. I loved it. Um. But yeah, <laughs> I've completely forgot, lost my train. Oh, and yeah. then after that, we have the PlayStation experience this weekend. We do have the PlayStation. So we have experience. another like press conference. But I want to get back to the video game awards because right. I want to ask you guys: since Zelda U, they showed off a little little thing in the Nintendo Direct, and the last time we saw anything with uh, uh, Zelda U, I think was at the last year's video game awards. That is correct. Well, they did say that Reggie is going to be there, and he's going to show up, and he's going to say something about something. So, so do you think that it will be about Zelda U? I hope so. I hope it's not Mario Maker you, Oh my god, that'd be absurd. <laughs> By this, at, they at this point, the they should have crazy. something for Zelda U. Do you think that it'll be a solid... Um, but I think if they'll do it... A solid I, actual gameplay demo. Another, I like, think a, if like, they do it, they're gonna do it linked to Twilight Princess HD. Like they're gonna talk about like how the games are going to be related to one another because we already have the link through the uh, Wolf Link amiibo. Mm -hmm. So I think they're gonna elaborate on that if they use it. There's also gonna be ten world premieres, and I think there's. I think someone said there's a chance that one of those is Nintendo. I hope one of them. One is of them well, is. We, we uh, already the know that one of them is Shaq Fu. Yeah, one of them. Damn one of them is Shaq Fu, yeah. and, and another one mm -hmm. is going to be Mortal Kombat DLC. So, mm -hmm. does that count as a world premiere? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Well, Shaq Fu does definitely because that is probably going to be next year's game of the year. But you know, oh, yeah. that's just me. <laughs> Absolutely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Shaq Fu, um, a legend is reborn. <laughs> Shaq Sha uh, Shaquille O'Neal is going to be given a, a lifetime achievement award for Shaq Fu. Do yeah. you reckon they're going to update his uh, player model? I conquered, to I conquered what basketball he looks like now? and I conquered video games. Everyone uh, buy a ne copy of uh, Shazam. Next, I'm going to be president. <laughs> I don't know why we sound like Elvis. That's because because he has that sort of like deep but really like calming voice with a little bit of charm to it. Yeah. So it's like it's very easy to get the two confused. I don't have a good Shaquille O'Neal impression. There's a uh, there's a really I saw good, him play once. There's a really good Mad TV. Sketch He's very tall. Called, like it was like Shaquille, oh yeah Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh the thing where Shaquille O'Neal's like going back into his like he's like sneaking back in from like going out and partying and his dad's like, Shaquille, get back here. I think that was on the Chappelle show actually. My and like friend. it's it's Shaquille O'Neal's dad giving him like spankings. Well, there's there's an there's a mad TV sketch where Shaquille O'Neal has his own talk show and he like he <laughs> he plays like basketball with Saddam Hussein and it's pretty good. <laughs> he's like if I make this shot you have to throw away all your WMDs and he misses <laughs> have, have you guys um, seen That's what great. he looks like now yeah he's actually put on like quite a bit of weight <laughs> might as well a, when you're like it's a, as if he's retired or something tall monster <laughs> that doesn't play basketball yeah well, good on him do Let you him guys think they'll update the player model in Shaq Fu no. to uh, 
creates the impression that it has aged with the game. What is this? The the Banjo Kazooie sequel that shall not be named. <laughs> yes. Did it exactly like nuts that. and bolts? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so um Will there guys... be a Zelda U demo? Maybe. I Star Fox might be. Uh Jeff, since you care about Undertale, do you think that it'll win <gasps> indie game of the year? Jesus or... Christ. Yes, it should. I don't care over Rocket League what, any other game. I don't think yes. it will. I don't think it will, but I think it should. I think it should win everything. <laughs> I love you, Toby Fox, wherever you are, hiding in the uh, abyss it, of the internet. If it doesn't get at least uh, best sound des- indie sound design, I'm going to be annoyed because it's got one of the best soundtracks of the year. Well, I think it was only AAA nominated games. for like best RPG. Yeah, it was only nominated I for best games. Do yeah, not, nah. I do not think it's going to win anything, but I, I don't know. It's doing well. People really like it. It's, it'll still win. I think, well, okay, I actually... Colin, we were talking about this before the podcast. Um, of the games that are nominated, I think the only one that I really don't want to win anything is The Witcher 3. Uh, <laughs> just because really? every category it's in, there's something else that definitely deserves it more. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm peeved that Until Dawn only has one nomination. And it's not going to win it. <laughs> yeah, and it probably won't win it either. That's it's, the disappointing it's, thing. It's total BS because it's probably one of the best. Yes, kids, Colin likes a PlayStation exclusive. But, like, it's really one of the best games this Colin, year. Colin, do you also like Bloodborne? It's okay. <laughs> I love Bloodborne. Bloodborne's the best. I, I, I haven't played many of the Dark Souls games, so I, I can't really say for certain. I haven't jumped into Bloodborne. <laughs> the only reason why I have Bloodborne is because someone bought it only because I own a PS4, so they could only play it at my house. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. Which... Does Nintendo have nominations besides for Splatoon this year? Uh, Mario Maker is nominated yeah. for Game of the Year, which oh, well, good. It's, Sorry. It's, gonna win. it's gonna be the uh, the Sorry, one Nintendo buddy. game that gets nominated but doesn't win, but everyone hopes it does. Yeah, I, I don't think it's I, I don't hope it to win as Game of the Year, but I do think that it's definitely one of the best games of this year. Oh, yeah. yeah, easy. It's like one of those games that you wouldn't think would work until you actually play it. Because mm-hmm. I actually bought it when it was on sale, and I was like, "Wow, this actually works so much better than I thought it was." Because I know, I knew from the very start that they announced it that they were just going to be trolley levels. It was just going to be those levels that just kill you immediately and constantly. And I thought that's just not going to be fun. Well, you know what? Now Until you can play I... Reno in in uh, Mario Maker. Did you every, even every... watch our Zelda Informer goes to E three videos or listen to us talk about it afterwards? Because we said. Exactly that what that you have to beat a level you make in order to upload it. Like, yeah. In the first couple of minutes. How dare you, Luke? I'm hurt. I'm <laughs> yeah. wounded. Well, I didn't I didn't watch I wasn't with Zelda and Fauna. Well, you then, didn't watch so it? Probably... That's true. No, because I didn't even I hadn't even found Zelda. Well, are you gonna go watch it after this episode? I will go. Good. You can go to Zelda Informer on YouTube or just look it up and it'll be there. And you can watch me <laughs> so be really bad at which Mario Maker. Categories is Splatoon nominated in. Best shooter. Yeah, of course. Huh. And I best don't think, family game. I don't. Uh, okay, isn't, well, uh, Mar- I thought Mario Maker was a uh, in best family game. Nope. No, Splatoon's gotta win. Splatoon's gotta win that. I mean, Splatoon's have such an impact at this point. Splatoon should win, and I mean, it's going up against like Skylanders, Disney Infinity, and uh, Lego. That's about it. There's Legos. not really. That I mean, many it's the f- it's the oh freshest God, game. Please. It's the freshest game out of all of those, and I really, I think it, it deserves it. Like, it's not even been out for a year, and it's a completely new concept. It's just, yeah. I don't know. If it, it loses, it I'm, gonna, those... I'm gonna glare at somebody, some stranger. Super Mario Maker is also in the best family game category. Oh, so there yeah, you go. but I don't think it should. I don't think it should win over Splatoon. I think it will. It's I don't think it should. Nintendo thing. I, I just I think, think it will those... because it's Nintendo's biggest IP versus a new IP. And also, yeah, Super Mario Maker. Idea. So, but one of the, but Super one of the big Maker ideas is... about Splatoon is that it's like a family shooter. Like that's breaking some new ground. But the problem is, is that Mario Maker is is much more generally accessible. It's not a shooter. It's a Mario game, and Mario games are the, one of the most accessible gaming experiences that have ever been made. But Adam, that's not what I want to have. Again, but it's a family game. It's, it's a it's a it's a game award. If there was a best game the, for, if it was the best. The... <laughs> The awards are fake and the points don't matter. Yeah, like like this podcast. I just really, I just really hope <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition game won Game of the Year last year. You know what? Like let's choose. Let's choose our Game of the Year from this off. year's Game of the Year list. 
So yeah, okay. just to let yeah. everyone in the audience know, who they probably already know who won, but it's Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain, Super Mario Maker, and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I'm already knocking out The Witcher 3, personally. Uh, Phantom Pain, no. People were disappointed by it. Uh, I'm going to vote Undertale, but predict mm-hmm. Fallout 4. I can probably... I'm going to say it's between uh, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, and Mario Maker. Those are my top three. <laughs> Let's I'm gonna argue. say it's either between Fallout 4 or uh, Metal Gear, probably more towards Fallout 4. Um, I think we're uh, on a general consensus that it's going to be Fallout 4. Yeah. Fallout <laughs> With an honorable three, mention from Undertale. <laughs> honorable Shut mention up, Jeff. Sonic All Stars Racing Transform 2. Every year. Man, what if they announced <laughs> that at the VGAs? What if I would announce Sonic All Stars Racing Transform I would explode. Two? Or what Sonic, if they announced that? Sonic. What if they announced that they're refusing Mario Kart and Sonic All Stars Racing? Good. Superstars Sonic oh and friends. I, I Mario it. Racing I at the Olympics. Five copies of it. <laughs> Mario and Sonic, Sonic at the Olympic race. <laughs> Mario and Sonic it's at one. It's funny that he said that because I actually got four copies of Sonic uh, All Stars Racing Transformed. Because it's cause, good. Because it's good and it was like super cheap on Steam. So now me and all oh my now you can play with us. I've I've I have spent. I, I was telling Adam this. I, I think I've spent maybe like $60 just in like gifting Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed. I, I love that game and I want everyone to experience it. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It's, I think like, everyone I know has this game at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I give it to Alfred. He didn't, he didn't give me a, th- you don't, I didn't wait, get a thanks. Luke, you don't have it? No, I don't. Take it up with Jeff. Um, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Get on your man now. <laughs> Make your uh, case. Make your case. I got one copy way, left. By the way, I played Battlefront this week. Oh. And it's bad. Oh. Don't That's buy it. it. <laughs> That's all you can say about it. Just don't buy okay. it. Don't support EA anymore. The other buy one of their games. The I know this is kind of a loose form part of the episode, but uh, I want to do one more I thing. One more category I want to discuss because this is the one that we've been arguing is indie game of the year. Axiom Verge, Her Story, Ori in the Blind Forest, Rocket League, or Undertale? Now, I want Undertale to win gonna, so badly. Be, okay, we get it. Uh, it it's going to be, like, a, in my opinion, a toss-up between Undertale and Her Story, because Her Story is, like, one of the... You don't think Rocket League has a shot? I, I, I don't would think... like it to win. Yeah, I mean, same. if we're going to talk about really good indie games that should win, it, it should be Duck Game or Verdun. But we don't live in a perfect society, so. I think of the of those games of like Verdun, Duck Game, Rocket League, and Undertale. Those are four of my top ten games of this past year, uh, which we'll probably yeah. talk about later in December. So don't yeah, ask me should. about that yet. <laughs> don't even mention them, guys. Um, I just don't like Colin's tone, so I'm going to remove myself <laughs> from this part of the conversation. Good, please leave. Oh no! Do us all a favor. Oh man, he's going to mute um, everyone. You should go to keep uh, me unmuted because I'm the one person that's voting for Undertale. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but I think Undertale or Rocket League hopefully have the best shot. I really hope it's not her story. Uh, Axiom Verge is actually a really well-made game. I'm just My, gonna give it that. I have a buddy, and he got some sort of. I think he got like the indie box for uh, Axiom Verge. I oh, worked on that. Huge. I worked on that. Oh, nice. It's yeah, huge. he got the he got the little like uh, bookcase like, thing. thing. In it? Bookend yeah. and the uh, yeah the insert and stuff yeah I did that I was uh, volunteering with them the other day great great guys great guys uh lots of fun to talk with and you sound you sound like you're you're full of uh, poo poo I may sound like it but they were really fun I laughed my butt off the entire time I was there because we kept making jokes and having a great time <laughs> all right it was less it was you. less like volunteering the way and more you're like describing hanging out. it is like yeah i totally work with jim carrey and bill murray like what you don't know them like no 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 i i don't do it as much as uh my friend steven uh goes there like every week he's, he's oh, he does yeah, with them all does. the time i i've only been there once sadly i haven't had the time uh but it, it was fun and they're really great people so hey can you go Get them to make a uh, Verdun indie box. I'll ask. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I would totally buy that. I would, even though I, I'm in Australia and I'd have to pay. More I think it's up to. De- I think that's. I think that's more up to developers than than anyone else. I would have to pay more for the postage of a loot crate. I found out than the actual loot crate itself. That makes sense. Um, yeah. 
It's like fifty bucks just for the uh, the postage. It's like what oh my god, I thought it was like for the postage. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Do you do you want to talk about uh the PlayStation experience now, or did you guys want to finish up any I mean, other thoughts about the? They're going to show the game off awards? a demo of Uncharted Four that hopefully works this time. Yeah, they'll probably show <laughs> off that game by uh David Jaffe that he showed off for like three seconds last year. They're going to show off the um, new Street Fighter. They'll they'll be like, we didn't delay the Last Guardian again. We swear. Uh, <laughs> and then I don't know, Killzone Six. Mm. Oh, did you guys hear that uh, remote play for PS4 is actually officially coming to PC and Mac? Which they're definitely doing because a third-party application was doing it first, mm-hmm. and they yeah. want to get get in on it before uh, that guy. Also because Xbox has it built in. Yeah, like, also the Xbox yeah. is doing it. And they need, a, they need <laughs> to get on that because right now it's it's really hurting their sales. Honestly, they, they, they it's not hurting their sales. They just, they just sold 30 million units. But yeah, it's but not. But their 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 sales could get better. <laughs> it's just the fastest selling console. Listen here, Colin. It could be All faster. Time. Listen here, Colin. You can go to the moon or you can go to Jupiter. Do you want to go to Jupiter? Or do you want to go to the stupid moon? I want to go to Pluto because it's not a planet, and none of you idiots will be there. <laughs> well, I'd go to Pluto. well, you're asking to go to, to you're, go to you're I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. You're asking to go like to Arnold Neptune from the Magic School Bus and just take off my helmet and chill the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> you you just like that one guy that just starts going insane because you just over time you start realizing that you made a big mistake. No, because I'm not going yourself. to the moon like yeah. in the film Moon. I'm going to Pluto. You know, I'm pretty. I'm usually pretty adamant about like you know, watch the cursing <laughs> in this podcast. But I think that was the perfect spot to drop an f bomb. Like if there <laughs> ever was one in these episodes, right there, Ralphie going to the f and moon. <laughs> um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> why don't we? I've actually been really good this week. What games we played this week? Nonsense. Oh, Let's yeah, talk about the Wii U. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the PS4 is the fastest selling console because the Wii U during Black Friday, the Wii U is actually the uh, best seller, or at least at Target it was. Target. Target is yeah. the only store I think about. So Tar- yeah, it's... Target. Is the <laughs> Target only, is the uh... only store that matters. Target is the bullseye of my sales. You know, now that like Black Friday is over, I just to say that all of the deals were terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Sp- the Splatoon Smash bundle was incredible. Yeah, but everything else Inc- was meh. Ink, cred, the Jeff, you're banned. Anyway, um, <laughs> I will say to I, the underground. The the only the only ones I really like partook in other than buying some really bad games off of PlayStation Network. Um, Steam sales were absurd. Yeah, they I got were, two Amiibo. They were okay. But um, Microsoft really pulled through. All their controllers were uh, half off, mm-hmm. which was great. I got this really nice uh, Halo 5 Guardians controller, and it looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, I, I want to I I get that bundle. I to say, the Xbox One has the best-looking controllers of this generation. They're pretty. They're and the, very, the ever since the upgrade, they upgraded the Xbox One controllers to have grips on the back and an actual headphone jack, just like on the PS4 yeah. controllers. So it is pretty nice to be able to look down at the controller you're holding and not looking at while you're playing your game. It's not like vomit immediately because it's so ugly. I mean, yeah, that's that's how I feel about the DualShock Four. But uh... <laughs> I like some the of them do look 4. really nice. Though. DualShock Four is like nice. Uh, the Star Wars special uh, PS4 controller Ew. that was really cool. Like the black and red, just because I love black and red, those are two my like, yeah. My but it was so colors. like mishmashed and like unorganized. Yeah, I don't know. And, I'm I'm just weird. I'm weird. <laughs> you are weird. I am. Uh, speaking um, of things that were weird, did you guys see that Mario Tennis Ultra Smash didn't get the the Game of the Year award? Like, <laughs> yeah, like we talked about this the last week before last. We didn't talk about the reviews. Yes, we did. Did we? I talked about the reviews. Maybe you weren't I know there. We mentioned it well, last Mario week. Tennis is not that good. <laughs> it's not who, worth your money. Who, no one was going to really buy like it tennis. anyway. And you know what? It doesn't matter because Xenoblade's coming out this week. And it got it. I was, was about, I was about to say. Wait, no, they're not. I thought they were mixed. What are you talking about? They're all nines out of tens, buddy. No, they're not. It's, it's Metascore is eighty-five out of a hundred. So. That's I don't think co- I think you're more far off than Colin That's is right now. That's not nine out of ten. Multiplayer, do- I, I Nintendo World Report, have, ninety-five. Destructoid, nine out of ten. Thing, yeah. Gamespot, eight out of ten. <laughs> That's an eight. 
three and a half point five. Uh, IGN Italia nine point five. Nintendo Enthusiast nine point five. Nintendo World Report nine out of ten. Polygon seven out of ten. Jimquisition nine out of ten. Escapist four point five out of five, and that's not including Destructoid and The Escapist is nine point nine out of ten. Nintendo Life is nine out of ten. Yeah. Hey Colin. Yeah. Cool down, because <laughs> if you would let me keep going, I would have said I am going to get it, and that is going to be a large chunk of my winter break, and I am very excited. Yeah, but so, Game Informer on did high nine horse. So, Game Informer did give it a lower score; it gave it a seven point three out of ten. Yeah. So. Well, they gave Undertale that's, the game of the month, so I'm okay. That's yeah. still not a low score. Yeah. I, it's, it's not. It's. Eight um, out of ten. It's, it's a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, but I am really curious about it, and I'm really happy about how little I know about the game, because I know That's how you should go into games close to nothing about shut up uh, about the story. To, no, I'm of just saying like, Chronicles X, and I mm-hmm. really oh, I thought you said that's why you should do games. Or like no, no, I'm saying that's why something. you should. That's how you should go into games. Like you yeah, really yeah. shouldn't know as much. Yeah, and I don't even yeah. know, like, I've heard little bits of the soundtrack, and it's fantastic because I've heard little bits that are phenomenal. I mean, when we... gameplay, and I'm excited, and I know nothing about the story except for, like, the beginning stuff, and that is great because that's how I went to Xenoblade, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that was how I went into it. It was, it was a new, totally new experience thing. Yeah, but I'm glad that I already know the combat system. <laughs> I just really, Combat really confused hope. me. Really hope. That they lord the um, Bernardo, lend me your power every five seconds. I was ranting about it to Zach beforehand. Um, I, I saw you. I saw you guys talking about that. I really, oh, you know, you can use the uh, Shulk's voice actor as the voice for your, your character, right? Yeah. Like probably. my friend and I were talking about this, and we were like, "So you're gonna, so you're gonna make Shulk, right?" And I was like, "Maybe, maybe." Mm-hmm. Temptation just, I, I really hope they they lowered that down a bit, just because it got so annoyingly frustrating. And I never actually finished the game, just because it just kept on repeating. I loved the soundtrack. Well, why didn't you Hated take them off your kept team? On repeating that. Why didn't you take hey? them off your team, then? Because the Minato was the most overpowered thing in the game. Like, no, it wasn't. You just didn't no start using other characters. You just started using other characters. Xenoblade's going to be a good game. <laughs> I can't game. wait. Uh, by the way, you know what else is going to be a good game? Fast Racing Neo. And yeah. it's speeding that its way to store week. shelves on December 10th. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Speeding its way to store shelves next week. So, uh, Are you getting get it for that. me? No. Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll see. Join uh-huh. us next week on Zelda. Uh, and it's not going to be next week. I'm not going to know by then. But we'll find out eventually. Uh-huh. Um so. <laughs> I kind, of there... to get the, I kind of wanted to get the special edition of Xenoblade Chronicles X, and then I was like, I really just am interested because of the USB with songs on it, and I don't think that's worth an extra $30. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. You can just download it. Onto a USB. Uh, Where do you get so, the music for that game? Although, do note, we do... Uh, we on the you, you, go, the podcast, you go to the, uh, the piratebay.org. I'm just kidding. You don't go there because that's a bad place, but that's where you would yeah. go if you wanted to do that sort of thing. Uh, um, we on Zelda Informer Podcast do not endorse or uh, acknowledge uh, illegally downloading anything. We recommend buying it because reasons yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So you reasons heard it here, Monolith Soft. Make it available and I will buy it. I will buy uh, it so hard. Anyway, oh, I uh, I must admit I did buy the cas- uh, cassette tape of the um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Awesome Mix One because that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Wait, it came as a cassette. Yeah, they released it as like a limited edition thing. There was only like a thousand of them. <laughs> uh, I just want to mention. I wanted to ask: Did anybody watch the Splatoon tournament with a Nintendo Treehouse held today? I no. completely ignored no. it. <laughs> I, I thought was so. sleeping at the time. Um, one last thing that I wanted to get into. This has is that to... it? Was that it about the Splatoon tournament? <laughs> well, nobody watched watch it? it. What are we nope. going to say? Nobody watched it. Like... Nobody cares. I'm, I'm sure you're going to say. It was a good show. 
They they played Splatoon, Bill Trinan commentated, and a bunch of Nintendo Treehouse employees played. What is there Toby, much to say? Toby other Fox than showed he, up and he got his uh, pants pulled. By, you can uh, you can go and Shig- watch it on YouTube. It's a two and a half hour greater. thing. I doubt you're gonna want to watch it. That's like the scale of a movie, but you're watching people play four maps of Splatoon. Um, but I wanted to talk about Adobe because they made some big headlines this past week. They decided to not only kill off uh, and rename Flash. Uh, into Adobe Animate. They also ha- are urging p- developers and creators to stop using Adobe Flash and instead switch over to HTML5 uh, because Adobe is accepting that Flash is dead and it's only good as an animation software now. Uh, and HTML5 is the new Flash pr- or the new program for that sort of uh, creation. I'm glad that um, I think the most exciting thing is that there is that you can still use Flash and create Flash in the new Adobe Animate, but it's mostly HTML5 based. Right, and it's and also it's it'll this... it'll port to HTML5 and all those other yeah, formats exactly. and natively. That makes, me, that makes me excited because like I am a person who used the internet back in the dark ages, two thousand to two thousand three, and back when Newgrounds had porn. Yeah. And back then we had a little thing called like Shockwave, and um, uh, a lot of sites also use Java, which Java is still around, but like not. It's not used in that way anymore. And but but in the early two thousands, Java and Shockwave and um, a lot of other little uh, tidbits, DIVX that was also a widely used one. those were really popular, and then after a while, when Flash kind of kicked in, uh, most of these were just kind of thrown to the side and forgotten about. And now, trying to really access older bits of the internet that were that still kind of require these things, it's like impossible because you can't install them anymore because they're so out of date and terrible. So they I'm don't actually work on those really systems. glad yeah. that Adobe is actually taking the initiative to help people convert all their old Flash stuff to HTML5. Right. So in a few years, when we have this like full HTML5 internet, you know, Flash, you know, most of those things are not gone. Namely, stuff like New because Ground, it is a... Black Sheep, or my favorite, Homestar Runner. <laughs> because as a, as a record keeper, these sort of things are important. Um, yeah. Because we need we need a we need something to store these. There's no physical copy of this information. It's all digital. Um, so it's good to to have something like that available. Yeah. Or built in natively into the programs that are replacing the older ones. Not because we need to be stuck in that old way, but because we need to be able to access it and uh, look back and uh, appreciate what made them so good and how to move on. But I'm glad because it shows that Fla- uh, Adobe is understanding the the real market for Flash has become its animation scene and catering to that and making uh, the software named after that uh, is, is a good step in the right direction. So good on you, Adobe. And it's really, I really respect you for even telling people to stop using flash because you're telling them not to use your product. Uh, Now, please update Adobe Encore so I can (laughs) stop crying at night. Um, One more thing I wanted to mention. I, I know I said that already, but one other thing that I wanted to mention uh, this is cute. Uh, Build a Bear Workshop is uh, releasing. <gasps> had just released the first official yes. images of Pikachu. It's so cute, and it comes with I a little Charizard that. hoodie. Adam, Adam, change that Indiegogo for you getting a Wii U to you getting like ten of those, but you're only allowed to like no seven of those. One for each day. Of, no eight for Hanukkah. One for each day of Hanukkah, and you have. And you name them after the days of Hanukkah. <laughs> That's that seems very ridiculous. I'd rather get a puppy. Um, but anyway, I think that that just about covers it for this past. Are weekend. we at the end? Yes. Yeah, this are we is, at the oh, end? Wow. Well, you know what? You know what, Adam? You know what time it is then? What what time is it? Please, please, God, tell me it's not. What this it is this is uh, chapter one of Armada by oh. Ernest Cline. Oh God. He is the, the the guy who wrote Ready Player One, can, a book can, that is can we, pretty okay. Can, it's getting a Colin, movie adaptation. Can we please, Adam? Can we please do this after the credits? I was star staring. You oh. made me fuck up these words. <laughs> I was staring out the classroom window and daydreaming of adventure 
when I spotted the flying saucer, I blinked and looked again, but it was still out there, a shiny chrome disc zigzagging around in the sky. My eyes struggled to track the object through a series. Good night, everybody! <laughs> still don't like your toe. Thank you for listening Good. to this episode of the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam. Uh, it's been Jeff, Colin, and Luke. Uh, if you want to follow us online, you can check out down below where we have our Twitters laid out. We have the Zelda Informer Twitter. Uh, you can follow my art streams. You can follow Colin and me on Twitch. Uh, and all the other things we talked about this past week. Kind of a weird episode ending, but I thought it was too funny to cut out. Uh, so thank you again. This ending theme song is once again brought to you by Jish. And uh, I hope to see you next week on the next Bye. episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Did we actually talk about Zelda today? No! <laughs> Watch out! I lied. I always lie.